Well... Well, what? Well, you know, apparently, um, in 1977, way before my time, you know what I'm saying? Way, way before my time. Some egghead no, it named Jerry, um, you know, however you pronounce his name, oh, well. Um, well, discovered... That's nice. What's his last name? Emin, Dr. Jerry Evan. Detected a signal from space so strange to him, and obviously not from Earth, that his only remark about it was, Wow. There is an idea of a show. A working concept. A finished product. This is the beginning. Perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is... Simply a big bogus podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hi. How you doing right now? Uh, this is Big Bogus Podcast. You know, the podcast that gives you practical insights for lifestyle maintenance. How does that? How does that sound, huh? Well, you're trying a thing. You know, conversations, insights, and your lifestyle guide. Uh That's us. Well, that's what we hope to be anyway. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Today's episode is titled, Communication Across the Cosmos. Are we alone and unnoticed? Okay. The theme, of course, is communication and relationships brought to you by my conscience. Say something. Hello. And me. Today, of course, we're going to be talking about extraterrestrial intelligence and human significance in the universe. You know what I'm saying? No guests today, as usual. So let's just get into it. In terms of intelligence, we're not even unique on Earth. Let's let's just be honest with ourselves, yeah? Okay. There are so many forms of intelligent life on Earth, and we are unable to communicate with, like, the majority of them. Shit. We have a difficult time communicating with other human beings depending on geography. I mean... You mean? I mean... Well, put it this way. There's primate intelligence, bird intelligence, elephant intelligence, insect intelligence, octopus and cephalopod intelligence... Cetacean intelligence, which is, you know, dolphins and whales and shit. Mm-hmm. There is... Okay, got it. Lots of intelligence. There is canine and feline intelligence and rodent intelligence. You know, there's, there's just so much intelligence. And we still don't know what to make of any of them. Well? Well, I mean, by and large anyway, right? And we always seem to put ourselves right at the top of all of that. Because <laughs> for some reason we think we are the most intelligent creatures in existence. Uh-huh, okay. Interestingly enough, one cannot solve a problem with the same mind frame that created the problem. Meaning, from my standpoint anyway, I mean, if you're going to consider intelligence, you can't really consider it from the point of your own intelligence. You have to kind of sort of be willing to admit that you don't really know uh-huh. what you don't really know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that always troubles me... Well, that's a lie. It doesn't always trouble me. Okay, why say it then? Eh, you know, it seemed to flow. Anyway, so consider this. Wouldn't a superiorly intelligent life form ultimately decide life on Earth is not intelligent? 
I mean, couldn't well, it? Well, that's not exactly an original argument. Really? Really? I mean, it's not. Okay. So anyway, continuing with my thought. Please do. If they were determined to use resources from Earth, or anywhere conceivably related to human beings, wouldn't they or couldn't they deem humans unworthy of attention and simply choose to ignore our asses forever? And by, you know, by our asses, I don't mean probing and all that shit that you see in science, well, <laughs> that, that, uh, science fiction movies. That, I just mean that, us. That sure is good news. Uh-huh. I mean, how they view our achievements, you know, like, oh, we're we're out in space now. Oh, how cute. It's like an ant traveling outside of a hole in the ground. Ooh, how cute. Like, who cares? It's like how they view 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 our failures and shit like, oh, you know, they they haven't quite mastered combustion. <laughs> um, they haven't quite mastered the use of light. Um, how would they view Indeed. anything that we do? I mean, Indeed. We haven't even mastered our own environments. We, we, we haven't mastered nature. It's like we... Why would we matter to intelligent... Well, more intelligent life. Life more intelligent than us. Why, why would we matter at all? Indeed, indeed, indeed. Okay. And I mean, there's always the argument of history here on Earth, right? Every time uh, technological or, you know, intellectually superior... Technologically? Yes, yes superior race of human beings we're calling them race for some reason even though we're all the same race anyway uh encounters another race air quotes of human beings i mean the superior one always dominates and takes over the resources of the inferior one i mean it's just the way things work but what happens when the superior one whether in technology or intelligence just doesn't find anything about the inferior one interesting at all, not even the resources they use. What happens then? I think what happens is the superior one simply ignores the inferior one. I mean, that's what I would hope anyway. Um, there's no saying at all that a superiorly uh, intelligent race of creatures or you know, life form or whatever, um, would be superiorly moral. You know, there's no there's no telling that such a being would indeed simply ignore human beings because we have nothing to offer them. I mean, if we are irrelevant to such beings, we might not even factor on their moral scale if indeed they have a moral scale. So, I mean, best case scenario, they would ignore us, right? Okay, sure. I mean, especially if they're long-lived. Imagine a race or some entity of being that um, is so long-lived that the life of a human being, fuck it, the life of several generations of human beings doesn't even factor on the scale of their life. Um, suppose this entity lives for like a hundred thousand years easily just or, or or just forever suppose this entity is has never not existed and it shall always exist then what why in the frig would we matter at all to such a creature right uh, interesting no i mean for real it's like if i live to be a hundred years and one time when i'm 14 years old i hear a blip blip i'm not gonna spend the rest of my life considering oh man 
I don't know how to feel about that blip that I once heard. I mean, morally speaking, I should investigate and, and, and figure out how that blip might be of use to me. No, I'm just going to forget about the blip forevermore. Unless, for some reason, I need to incorporate that blip into my life. It just doesn't matter. Suppose that's all we are to some higher form of life that is way more intelligent than we can even... Uh, imagine? Shit, yeah. Imagine, conceive. Then we can even figure out a way to describe what it is we would be in relation to it. I mean, whew. Mm-hmm. Oh, indeed. I mean, sure. We don't really have any evidence of extraterrestrial life, any conclusive, concrete evidence. So, you know, we tend to think that we're special in the universe, but, I mean, the reality is there are billions of stars, and the universe is billions of years old, and there's been plenty of time for intelligent life to develop elsewhere, but, you know, there's just no evidence of the shit that we can draw on readily right now. Okay. So? So? So what? What if we can't find the evidence, not for lack of it, but because we're too stupid to know what the fuck to look for? What if we're just different and there is no other intelligent life like the life here on Earth? Because Earth is unique and all other intelligent forms of life or all other intelligent entities simply happen to be different from us. Okay. So different. So incredibly different from us, so advanced that a superior form of intelligence interacting with us would be like <laughs> one of us owning an ant farm somewhere on a desk and taking time, you know, from time to time, taking time to, I don't know, try to communicate with one of these ants for some fucking reason, um, to try to <laughs> interact with this ant in a substantial way um, for the ant's benefit. I mean, what would be the point? And I mean, I, I'm sure some people do it. I'm glad you see. I do. So, you know, possibly scientists, but most likely children. So wouldn't that mean, therefore, if aliens contact us, it would most likely be the adolescents and children of their species? I mean... Let us be clear about something together. Uh, yeah, scientists do their thing, but they only do their thing for, you know, so long before they're like, eh, there's really no fruit coming from this branch of this tree of research. <clears throat> Pardon me. So, you know, eventually they stop. I mean, how much can you really investigate ants after you figure out how they operate? I mean, who cares? And, I mean, most of the investigation of ants would be uh, while trying not to interfere with the ants' uh, natural routines, right? Therefore, if, um, let's say, a scientist is considered an alien, um, then once that scientist is done, figured, um, I don't want anything to do with these ants anymore, I've gathered all I can, the ants are oblivious to my presence, um, if those ants still exist within the environment where the scientists studied them, um, it would most likely be a case of the scientists' children or, you know, some other children fucking with the ants and being like, yeah, you know, I like ants, so these are my pet ants now. Um, I get to keep them? Great. You know, I'll uh, interact with them from time to time because I'm curious about the ants and because I have a huge imagination and because what concerns the adults 
doesn't really concern me. Um, so, you know, I'm just going to play. And they're going to play with the ants, and the ants are going to be aware of them, and that's that. So, yeah, I think the most important reason uh, that I can fathom anyway, and that, that's not to say much, but the most important reason that we probably have a zero contact with, you know, higher life forms, more intelligent life forms, is simply because uh, they've gotten what they needed out of us. And, you know, they don't have children like we have children to just play with us all the time for no reason. Okay, well, that is plausible. I mean, all right, here's this other thing, too. Suppose the way a superior intelligence perceives reality is so vastly different from the way we perceive reality that it truly is a hassle for them to, you know, tap into our reality, especially for no reason whatsoever. It's like, it's like, what if we're just a painting on a wall to them? They pass by, they see us, but there's no way for us to interact with them. They can interact with us if they want, but, you know, there's a no-touch rule. And so, you know, human beings being as curious as we are, you know, kind of sort of believing that we're the top of the tier, um, the top tier of intelligence and whatnot, we figure, yeah, we're going to go explore our world, explore our galaxy, explore our universe, and, you know, whatever we see, we infer from what there is to infer. But out of all the speculation and discussion and potential that we have, um, and the technology that we quote-unquote, invent. Um, what if none of this gets us any closer to finding more intelligent or, you know, equally intelligent life out there? Because our lifespan, no matter how long we are able to live in this universe, suppose we're able to live as, as a species for another million years. Suppose a million years is like a blip to a superiorly intelligent being. That means not only would they never, ever choose to interact with us individually or within decades or eons of us coming into life. Um, all our efforts, including space travel, might prove is simply to spread us around as much as we can be spread around. Oh. And we'll never find more intelligent life. Interesting, interesting. How do we end? How do we wrap? I find it hilarious that we believe we're slowly inventing technology and artificial intelligence. Look, if these things can live on even after we die, that means they probably existed before we did. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great. But until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. We, we, we're always so shocked when we get hints and clues that, you know, there are signals coming from outer space. What if, and I mean, what if artificial intelligence is just, you know, an organization of the bits and bytes of data that exist in the universe and have always existed. And, you know, sometimes they, uh, they, they become disorganized and then, um, 
whenever they become organized again, they create intelligent beings like us to recreate them. Should they ever lose their abilities?